0: Welcome to Chasing the Upside, conversations about living the FPL life. Your best mate for FPL, Dan, welcome to Chasing the Upside. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? Yeah, I'm really well. I'm really well, thank you. Thank you for taking the time out to speak to me. Um, looking forward to the conversation that we're going to have. Um, and, and talking to that conversation, I'm going to start where we always start,
1: uh, your origin story for FPL. Where did it start for you? Oh, Okay. Uh, we're going back a few years now. Uh, I think it must have been four years ago. Um, four years ago I joined FPL Twitter as I was there. Are we calling it FPL X yet? I'm not sure. It's a bit huge. ambiguous at the moment, isn't it? <laughs> um, but uh yeah, I joined I joined because I was into FPL. I was watching uh I think a couple of FPL content creators at, at the time. I found there was a Twitter community. I was like, oh brilliant, let's get let's get stuck into that. And then uh, soon after, I think it was probably around January, uh, and this was the COVID season, by the way, if you remember the famous COVID season, uh, I decided to create a a YouTube account because uh, I just finished basically a previous YouTube channel. I wasn't really enjoying the stuff I was making on an old YouTube channel. So I sort of thought, right, what do I enjoy? I enjoy FPL. I'm now involved a little bit in the FPL Twitter community. Can we make some FPL videos? There's not too much out there at the moment. and. Yeah, just got stuck in, basically, and started making some videos around four years ago. And when you first started making those first videos, did
0: you... what? I suppose, what was the aim? Did you just want a couple of hundred views? Did you want... Or or did you have a target of subscribers? Because I presume at the time when you were starting it, you didn't think, well, in four years, four or five years, I'm going to be making a living out of this. So, Mm. yeah, what
1: were the targets early on? Well, I think... To be honest, at the time, and the, I don't. This might sound a little bit mean, but I don't think it is really. But I think the standard was a lot lower four years ago. Now it's amazing. There's so many brilliant content creators doing amazing stuff. But genuinely, the standard back then was not that high. So I did go into it a little bit thinking, okay, I've I've gathered these. I mean, I've been making YouTube videos for probably 15 years, maybe maybe even more. Um, so I kind of came in with a with a little bit of a skill set. I thought, you know, maybe we can make a bit of pocket money. You know, a little bit, you know, side hustle, as people like to say these days, a bit of supplementary income. Um, it was always a hope that maybe one day we would be able to do a hundred thousand subscribers, but back then that wasn't really a thing. There wasn't really too many FPL content creators, you know, with that sort of size of audience. So, uh, yeah, I don't think anyone really um predicted what FPL content creation would become as it is today um but yeah certainly i thought i could do a something a little something maybe not this <laughs> that's
0: fascinating the fact that um because so often when you see people that um you deem to be successful Um, yes obviously your channel's been around for years that's not too um, you know that's not too long of course but then when you put into context that you've actually been sort of uh, making videos for 10 15 years it's that thing isn't it? it's that there's the iceberg analogy
1: yeah there's that phrase that um, behind every instant success is sort of 10 years of no success isn't there (laughs) (laughs) absolutely (laughs) that's how it works. So, talking of success, um if we
0: go back to I think it was two seasons ago where you where you came two hundred and forty third in the world, which is completely outrageous um so uh, and so reflecting on on that season were there were there things that you that you can pinpoint why that season was so good? um
1: I think uh, if the if the reasons why that season's season went well would be the same reasons why the season after that didn't go so well and that's i think just the willingness to uh you know go against the template if you like a little bit and uh try and go a little bit different and get yourself ahead nice and early when a lot of your calls turn out to be right but when you are going against the template and you are trying to play a bit differently you know just as much as things will go right for you they'll also go wrong for you that season we've got a lot of luck along the way um, which was fantastic, but that's not always the case. I don't think there really is one sort of, uh, you know, uh, get-rich-quick scheme to uh, to doing well in FPL. Uh, but a win- a willingness to be different um, is the difference between, you know, a player who can consistently finish top 50K and a person who might finish, you know, 100K, 100K, 1,000th, then, you know, 250K, uh, and then maybe back into the top one thousand again.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you you mentioned the season after as well, which I think started so started badly, but then actually ended up a reasonable rank in the end of the season. Um. So I'm interested into into sort of your strategy about because if you've gone from this incredible rank to where everything was going right, you you know confidence is high, to potentially those fifty fifty calls completely not working, mm. and then you're having to rethink. So did you? I suppose did you learn more from last season um where you were sort of well you were second guessing yourself i suppose
1: yes I, d- I definitely think um at the start of the that that season after um i perhaps kind of pushed a little bit too far on trying to go different you know going without erling hall and um, going you know picking i can't remember who it was i might i think it, everyone was going for maybe Diaz or Jota or someone, and I decide I'll go for Robertson instead, and you know, and I, I sort of these what you usually you would go for maybe one or two, maybe three differentials in your team, but I was going, all right, let's just do five, and uh, when all five of them don't work out, uh, yeah, it, it's it's time for some tears, really.
0: But what what does interest me with you in your position too is that if if you know if you're me for instance if you want to mm. do five differentials or want to completely come away from the template you know if it goes well brilliant but if it doesn't also kind of brilliant because you've you got to play your own game but where whereas in so many people follow you in terms of potentially even copy you as well which obviously happens mm. so there's a bit of an influence there so when you're when you're making decisions about your team is it just your team are you thinking or is there someone you know is there that little voice on your right shoulder
1: going well you know if this goes wrong have you thought of
0: sequences?
1: (laughs) yeah yeah, we have had some angry messages in the past I can't believe you told me to pick him Uh, you told me (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's part of it though. that's part of um, content creation really Uh, but no but my the way I get around that is just to put a big disclaimer well, you know, say every video or as often as I can. This is my team. I play a very, very risky game of FPL. I mean, once you once you finish 243rd, um, like you can finish like, you know, I could finish like 30, 40k every year for the next ten years, but I would, you know, I'd never get that that adrenaline, that kick of getting to those points. So I'm not suddenly going to start playing in a in a template way. So, it's, it, yeah, it's very important. I do say, please, please people, do not follow me down a, a rabbit hole, a path that, that you're not, um, you know, if you're not willing to take a risk. If you're just looking for a consistent rank, I've got loads of other videos on my channel. Go watch those ones. This team is mine and mine alone. Um, if you want to take that risk, you're doing that at your own, uh, your own peril, I guess. <laughs> That's a good, yeah. Having said that, like you said, even with that
0: disclaimer, if you said it even every other sentence, I'm sure you'd get some Yep. Out <laughs> that would work. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. it has, has have you always played FPL like over the four or five years you've been playing in that way? I mean, because if I if I'm thinking about when I first realized there was sort of the X slash Twitter community, it kind and this isn't a bad way, because this is how I sort of like to play, but it kind of pushes you down the template route in some ways. Mm um so and you were saying that you 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 know you acknowledged and you saw this community um so did it do the same thing for you were you pushed down the template route or had you were you always reasonably good at saying no i'm going to play my own game i'm going to make my own decisions
1: um i think a bit of both i think naturally when you first enter into the um in the fpl community i guess there is a there is i know people don't often say it but i think there is a certain you know right way of playing if you like that is kind of permeate permeates a little bit throughout the community um so obviously that's going to have a little bit of influence on you no matter who you are and i'm sure a lot of people um you know first join uh this world and then are like oh okay these are the right players to play uh to pick and play with but I mean, to be honest, I think the the there's one manager I came across, and I'm sure you you and most people know of him, and that's uh, Late Riser, um, yeah. who I follow pretty religiously uh, as a, uh, an FPL manager who just does do things differently, and he has fun, and he and he enjoys it, and I I think. For, for all of the FPL content and ways of playing out there, that one sort of resonated with me the most. And it was exciting and it was fun and it was, you know, chasing the upside. What What is the best that could happen? Let's hope for that. And um, yeah, I think that I, I think that's, to me personally, a more enjoyable way of playing FPL. And I think that's where you, everyone's got to get to eventually. If you're going to play FPL in the long term, you've got to play it in a way that you enjoy, and for some people it's going to be playing a little bit safer being reliable having that consistency for other people it's that do or die uh, let's you know it's full risk uh, and some a lot of people somewhere in between um so yeah i think the fpl community might help you find the way to play fpl for you that's an interesting way to look at it yeah yeah, because they're so, I mean, weirdly,
0: you're, well, not weirdly, because he's very popular, but I think you're third person to kind of quote Late Riser, so he's very sort of influential with within con, within sort of content creators and, and the way he plays the game, because he's kind of, he's quite aggressive, but he's not, I wouldn't say, um, you know, he's silly with his moves, um, because I don't think you can be that silly and have the ranks that he's had, um, so yeah, I think he's quite influential. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I believe mean, it's it's kind of that um the smart risk taking. It's you know, if you if you can justify it, um, you know, you could you can think of a set of reasons why you're going for this pick rather than someone else. Um I, I think it's absolutely fine to play that way. And I think I think I think a lot of people uh, appreciate that as well. Do do bad weeks bad game weeks um affect you badly or are you quite good at shrugging it off? um yeah usually uh uh i don't know like for a few hours okay like yeah uh, it does put me in a foul mood to be honest um and at that point you know sort of turn off social media stop thinking about it watch some tv go play some xbox um or whatever just uh try and tune myself out of it but then but then you go again don't you and uh, that's the joy of fbl is every week feels unique and like a new experience in many ways it is essentially one game that lasts you know most of a year but the way it's sort of broken down it often feels like oh fresh start every week which is kind of nice in a way yeah i think that's the 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 really nice way to look at it isn't it is that
0: uh you know once once that you know sunday or monday is gone um you get it's it's a reset then um and i think that's that's a really nice way to look at there was um i've got an episode coming out shortly um and uh i i interviewed leon who uh is the running pharmacist on on twitter oh yeah and uh he's he's a he's really um quite philosophical about the game and he said that the way he looks at it which i love the way the way he looks at it is as soon as um the deadline is over that is the game week over like that's all you can control and so you, he kind of just switches off then so whatever wow. happens then um it's over so and then he just looks he looks forward to the next which i which i really well i'm trying to take on myself yeah but um it's pretty difficult but i
1: don't know if you've got any thoughts about that uh, so that's a really interesting point but i think i think it's difficult to switch off until the last game has been played isn't it it Absolutely. really, really is, especially when you kind of want to watch all the football and enjoy all the football, I don't know. I don't know how you feel about this one, but if, when when you when you're watching everything unfold in real time, it's difficult to say, no, no. I've already made the decisions. It's done now. I mean, people these days, I mean we we've got Twitter leaks of early team news or for like the, Evening game on the Sunday. There's nothing we can do with that information at all, is there? But we love it. We love it because we we're the the game week is in full flow. So maybe that that's in contradiction to um to, to Leon's point. I don't know. What what do you think about that one? Well, I like I like the
0: thought of having that separation. Mm. But I, I'm going to go back to just because it's fresh. We're recording this on the the second of January, um, and it's a day after the night before that Salah had the the weird uh, it was liverpool versus newcastle and i don't know it was just a really odd game and there was and because of where it was situated in the game week as well um there was a lot of eyeballs on it and there was a huge amount of um, ranks riding on this because it was a split captaincy um and and i had uh tren i had darwin don't talk about Darwin, but also <laughs> Salah. And if anybody watched that game, it was such a an odd game in terms of there was so many points, there was like point dodging all over the shop. Salah missed a penalty. And and I felt myself sort of coming back to this, right? Well, I can't control this. I'm just going to enjoy the game. But I bloody couldn't. <laughs> I just couldn't do it. Um, and then the second half went completely ballistic and it, and it was fine in it. But that is sort of FPO in a nutshell, isn't it, really? Mm. Um. So... What do you think your um just just sort of focusing on the strategy just for the time being? Um, what do you think your biggest strength um and your biggest weakness as an FPL manager is?
1: Hmm. I think um I think I'm quite good at um I guess only the nerf is really strength, but having the confidence to go against the template. I know a lot of people do struggle with that one. They really want to make moves. Um, but feel perhaps they can't. Um, so I do think that is a, that is a strength. Um, as for weakness, uh, <laughs> perhaps it's it's the same it's the same thing. Uh, maybe no overconfidence in uh, in going differential, uh, or 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 perhaps even the, or the opposite and kind of misidentifying when a template pick is actually a really really good pick. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, I mean, I I never bought Dom Solanke. This season, for example, he was a brilliant pick. He was a template pick, but he was a brilliant pick. And I just sort of, I recognised, yeah, he's a decent pick, but I didn't really recognise how good of a pick he was. And i, I, I there's no luck in the fact that slanky's done well. And I, uh, that was a, uh, I, I over, overlooked that one, uh, which I think is sometimes a weakness. So too focused on the differentials that I missed the obvious ones.
0: Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. 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 yeah Dom Solanke is a weird one because I, I felt exactly the same. I just thought it was a sort of a bandwagon, and 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 and, and I was going on his past um, stats, and I just thought he was he was an okay, but is he is he justifiable of all this? Um, and he's just completely yeah. I mean he he was um, he's been playing so well, so yeah. That mm. is an interesting. Your strength is your weakness potentially. Um, yeah, but then I think going back to the very start of the conversation where you were saying that in order to get two hundred forty third in the world you you need that attitude because you need the that boom or bust decision making um otherwise you're just going to hover around maybe 100k to 500k if, if you're just so balanced all the time
1: you know? yeah no exactly uh,
0: yeah interesting do you think um do you think there's there's mistakes that you make over and over again that you that you say to yourself Right, that is that is the last time. That is the last time that I do this. And then the next game week comes along, um, and then you fall, you then you kind of fall into that trap again. Is that something that you suffer from?
1: Mm, yeah, maybe differential captains. Okay, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to get better at that one. We're all we're all trying to get better, aren't we? But um, yeah, there's something about a differential captain that is just that. Uh, maybe maybe it's like chasing a high, really of. Yeah. Um, of when that hits but yeah. no uh, yeah do that occasionally and often more often than not regret it particularly if the uh, differential captain's name is Oliver Watkins but we'll leave that one
0: we'll leave Oliver
1: <laughs> we'll leave Oliver alone for now <laughs> um so so
0: switching gears slightly to to sort of social media I suppose because I think that um when when managers become engaged I think the x slash Twiz community is quite um, it 's quite prevalent actually, um, and that 's how people sometimes do become engaged and obviously you 're heavily in, because of the nature of your your job you need to be on social media um, and I think that from an outside looking looking in it can be a very positive place, but it can also be quite a toxic place as well um, what 's your experience over the year? Well, has it changed over the years um, and how and how do you deal with that because I think it 's an interesting or to get your opinion on it, it's it's because of, you know, who you are. Um, I think that would be really
1: interesting. Hmm. Uh, I would honestly say that my, I guess, my social media experience since the FPL stuff has probably been mostly negative, to be honest. Um, It's, uh, you know, I often just take a break or just like turn it off because a lot of the times, I I don't actually find it that enjoyable. I think, um, the people, you know, they, there's there's it, a lot of idiots out there. We know that. Um, yeah. and and Twitter does seem to be a breeding ground for it. And uh, particularly when when you know you do have a lot of followers, you could have you know ninety nine percent of people you know enjoying your comment, uh, your content, you know, laughing at your jokes or whatever. But it only needs to be a vocal. One percent, and if you scale that up to bigger numbers, that vocal one percent becomes you know ten people, twenty people um, and more and more. um so yeah, i I think especially at the beginning of, of of when I was doing FPL stuff, my channel kind of rose to prominence fairly quickly. Target was put on my back quite early, mm-hmm. um I think because of that because obviously we've you know when i when I first came in, those people doing fpl content for years and years and years um you know really working hard i mean they were really experienced managers which i'm not i've only really been playing fpl seriously for four or five years um and um you know who's who's this guy where did where did he come from why is he getting um the views and stuff and um yeah i think from that there, there was a lot of accusations a lot of rumors are uh you know he's he's been buying all of his followers and subscribers he's uh he's using some kind of cheats or something like that to 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 get ahead in the game or you know all kinds of rumors like i mean, a rumor that still persists to this day um is is that um that i'm i'm a racist for example which is um which is quite ironic given the fact that my my father is black i'm i'm a mixed race um but the the problem with social media is that these, you know, once it's said, it, for a lot of people it come become becomes fact. No one does, you know, you don't know, do research, and particularly, you know, if you've already got a certain bias against someone, uh, anything negative you hear, you will naturally believe, and anything positive you hear about a person, you naturally disbelieve. But I think that is just part of being, you know, in the limelight a little bit, and I think the last few years has is, is kind of been a bit of a a journey for me in many ways of just kind of, you know, this is just how it happens. You know, if I think it's bad for me, you know, think of like footballers and all of the abuse and stuff they have on social media for, for doing their job, uh, doing barely anything wrong. Um, it, it's horrendous, but that's unfortunately just the world we live in right now. And, and, you know, as people on social media, we do need to take a step back and try and, i guess you know disassociate a little bit maybe mm. from from a lot of things that happen on there
0: easier said than done though i presume yes, um, yes. but i I, so I suppose the counter to that is you know if 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 social media is used as a platform you you're always going to get the idiots aren't you i suppose yeah, yeah. um but um it must yeah i mean i i i always think it must be incredibly difficult getting abuse for essentially doing your job um and putting out opinions about FPL because however much you know we love FPL it is it is a game isn't it and no one should have um, that kind of abuse so is what what is really uh what I sort of took from that also is people potentially at the beginning saying you know who is this person he's come from nowhere and then it goes back to all the way back to the start of the conversation where they've you know, been making videos, not an FPL, but making videos and learning the game, learning yes. your craft for 10 or 15 years. Mm. Um which uh yeah, I mean obviously that doesn't that doesn't um
1: end up in a tweet, does it? No. <laughs> no. But I think by now I'm sort of a little bit part of the furniture yeah. in the FPL. And there's there's actually, you know, loads of new content creators coming through, yourself included. Um you know that uh that obviously, smashing it and doing very well and um yeah it's, it it's it's grown and everything everything's amazing. There's new people popping up all the time. There's new content, new ideas. I mean, this is a new idea I've not seen before. You know that that you're doing, right now, which mm-hmm. I think is brilliant. So yeah, uh I I do love the I do love the community. Uh I do love the content. Um. it's it's, sometimes the Twitter notifications do need to be turned off though
0: yeah um absolutely yeah because it's not it's not worth it's not worth your health is it that's the Mm. thing um
1: yeah okay
0: well um thank you for that well thank you for your your honesty as well I mean as 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 we said at the the very start of that that question there's there's good people there's bad people and it's um just as much I suppose you need to cut yourself off from a bad game but you need to kind of cut yourself mentally from those people as well Mm um yeah good stuff all right well um thank you dan Um. we're on to the final uh three questions now um that i'm cool. going to ask all uh all guests um so the first one being what has fpl
1: taught you about life yeah when when you sent me this question i thought oh that's that's quite um is there is there a deeper meaning to fpl and i'm not sh- i'm not sure i could really think of one one thing that i would say though is that um, FPL opens you up to a world of of football and people that you wouldn't have um, you wouldn't have expected. You know, FPL managers, we're watching. You know, uh, Burnley versus Sheffield United on a Monday evening. You would have never done that before. And often you see things in football. You you watch games that you really enjoy that you never thought you would. I mean, last season. I watched every Brighton game throughout the season and it was brilliant. Brighton was such an enjoyable football team to watch last year. And I would have never done that without, uh, without FPL. So it's opened up a whole new world of football games, football matches, football players. that I never thought uh, was there before. And um, the, I, I guess the other thing is the people, the people that you meet along the way and the friends that you make. Um, all you know, Because these days, you know, most most people play FPL within a certain age age range or demographic, you're gonna have something in common with everyone. And I think well not everyone but a lot of people, which is so nice. Um to just have in a world where we're so divided on so many things to actually have something in common. So that's sort of the best answer I could come up with that one. Uh, I'd be interested what were what's some what's your best answer to that question you've had before. Oh,
0: blind it well um it's it firstly it's certainly not a loaded question. Um, hmm. And and some people have gone quite philosophical about it, about maybe the skills that they've learned through FPL, like decision making or long term strategy and all those things. And then some people like simply uh, will talk about the community and how and like you just said, um, simple things like adding a layer of interest to football, right? because on a Monday night where it's Nottingham Forest versus Wolves, you know, no offence to Forest and Wolves but. <laughs> um you know it's not it's not it's not a high class game potentially um mm. but yeah if you've got a one or two players in there you that is it's box office stuff isn't it yeah. um so yeah it's certainly not a loaded question and 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 it's a and it's a very wide question because i want people to um say what they they sort of really think really so yeah the people and adding uh, interest to a sport you love you know that's that sounds pretty good to me so thank you good yeah just just before the final two questions in terms of you know adding a, a lay of interest in, in fpl and your relationship with fpl where do you have you got targets for where you want to take the channel or is it always going to be within fpl is it going to be in content creation in in sort of general where where um where does where does the
1: future or what does the future look like um, i mean I, i've always been fairly honest about this one that my my first Uh, passion is content creation Mm. um, not FPL so yeah I think for as long as I can remember since I was like a little kid I've always been making content and that's not going to stop if this channel stops but um, yeah I mean I'm I know it sounds strange but I'm not actually that interested in growing the YouTube channel I feel so fortunate to be in the position I am right now That if I could do if someone offered me okay you could your channel could go to 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 the millions for the next you know, in, in the next five years or you could do this for the rest of your life at the level you're doing it I'll take I take the uh the, to, to do this for the rest of my life a hundred percent of the time so as I've just the goal is to just to keep going um that's yeah pretty much it we'll see how long we can do that for Excellent. Okay, so um,
0: what is your favourite FPL moment of all time? What is your champagne moment?
1: Um, There's a couple I can think of. I I mean, there was a season, I think it was about five seasons ago. This was before I was on YouTube. And um, it was a week in which uh, Antonio, Mikhail Antonio scored a hat-trick against Nottingham Forest. In fact, no, it wasn't. It was during... During the COVID season, I believe, towards the end, when when the games were being played over the summer, do you remember that? Yes. 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 And yes. Um, West Ham were playing against Norwich, and I thought, you know what, Antonio was like 0.5 percent owned. I thought, um, I fancy this one. I like the lookers numbers. I like the fixture. Let's 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 bring him in and let's uh, let's see what we can do there. Um, I think I captained him as well, and, boom, there we go. Uh, that was a uh, that was a very very fun moment in FPL, very very enjoyable. Um, but look, there's been a few moments. I mean, going to the going to the the, uh, going to the, the uh, big FPL meetups every year, Fantasy Football Fest. Those have been some great FPL memories or well, FPL related memories, I guess. Um, the Football Content Awards I went to a couple of months ago. That was brilliant. Um, but I think the one that tops it off really has to be that that uh, that season where the rank was really good yeah I mean, it is yeah. it was such good fun um i'm surprised you don't have um you know next to
0: your shirts or next to your youtube trophy you know a nice nice plaque or print, <laughs> print of
1: antonio there that'd be good oh yeah that would be that would be very good yeah <laughs> yeah perhaps i should do something like that yeah yeah well there you go there you go um, I'll know
0: if I'm watching one of your videos and Antonio's there, I'll say I know where that i know where that goes. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Thank you. Well, just quickly before we go on to the best piece of advice, you mentioned numbers and, and data. Um, and how much weight do you give to the data, or are you very much an I test manager?
1: Um I think uh, we'll we'll both. Uh okay. really. Because data data does miss a lot of things. But I think why, the way i usually would go do it is i look for the data to get some general ideas and then use the eye test to sort of narrow that down a little bit a little bit more um but yeah i think you know data is really really important for trying to identify players because you could, how many players are there in the premier league you can't sift through all of them mm-hmm. so you need to create a shortlist somehow and the data does that job pretty well so yeah that's what yeah. i say on that
0: that makes sense brilliant okay well um just before the last question a final thank you from me um huge thank you for taking the time out i have a lovely conversation so um yeah thank you very much well thank you for having me on
1: i do uh, it's always nice to have a chat and uh, yeah i mean uh, experience new youtube channels i mean i'd i'd not uh, uh, i'd not seen your stuff before and and now i have so i've got a new uh, a new uh, uh, youtube channel on the subscribe list which is wow. always nice as well
0: that is that's very that's very good of you to hear. Um you hadn't heard of me, not many people have, so be... <laughs> <laughs> but uh so uh yeah, what is the best
1: piece of FPL advice you've ever been given? I think this is probably the hardest question of them all. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I think I would just go back to um you know the late late risers uh, philosophy of playing FPL, I think is is for me the best. Um thing that i've heard that has helped me enjoy fpl i think any any advice that pertains to enjoy the enjoyment of fpl is 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 always the best advice if if you're not having fun with it then i mean i've seen people say you know if 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 you're putting hours into this every week and you're not enjoying it then it's okay to stop uh, putting so much time in it and just you know maybe just spending a few minutes each week until you find your joy and your passion because yeah it's a game and it's meant to be fun and i think uh yeah the best advice i've had is always relating to make sure you keep it fun and it, you're enjoying fpl
0: that's great advice that's awesome but i but i think you're absolutely right um and i think that's the most triggering thing about fpl is that the time that you give fpl doesn't equate to your your improvement like yeah. straight away um and there's so little that you do control um and also i think there's so obviously not around the christmas period but generally speaking you have a bad game week you have a lot of time to think about it <laughs> before the next one so there's all these mm. things that mentally sort of can turn you in knots can't they so mm. yeah brilliant all right dan well thank you for joining me today
1: uh, on chasing upside I've had, a, I've had a blast thank you well thank you very much for having me on once again and um yeah looking forward to seeing this guy live hopefully people will enjoy this episode